Hi everyone, and welcome to shellmorgan.com, the imperfect lifestyle blogger. I am Shell, here to talk to you today about fear. So my newest article I wrote after I was feeling two types of fear and I couldn't really figure out how they were working together. One of the fears is a common one that we all experience, the fear of failure. Another fear that was relatively new to me is the fear of not doing something. And it's termed the fear of inaction by different psychologists online as I was doing my research. And I started to look at both of these fears a little bit more critically and mindfully. And I went to my therapist and we talked through a few interesting concepts of how fear interacts with our lives and how it's actually there to keep us safe and keep us protected. And I really wanted to learn how I could work with fear to not only move past it or conquer it in some way so that it wasn't so loud and in my face all the time, but I knew from Elizabeth Gilbert's book, Big Magic, that fear is always going to be coming along for the ride. So I wanted to learn how to speak with fear, address my fear head on, talk to it, relax into it, and just be able to acknowledge it, but also move forward with my creative dreams. And so I learned a couple of lessons and I'm really excited to share them with you today. I've been experiencing a lot of fear these days. Scary, wildly emotional, gut-wrenching fear. Not the adrenaline fear when you're about to jump out of an airplane, or the freaked out fear when you get chased by a spider. Not even the fear of taking a risk and failing, although all of these are very real fears of mine. It's a new kind of fear to me. The fear of not doing something, the fear of staying comfortable, the fear of regret because of the things I didn't do, the actions I didn't take. I really don't want to wake up when I'm 50 and wonder, what if? Let's call it the fear of inaction. In society, we're always encouraged by the world to take certain steps, go to school, graduate with a degree, fall in love, get a good job so you can afford to buy a house. Maybe not for us Vancouver folks. (laughs) Um, Have 2.5 kids, retire with a pension, etc., etc. But the world is changing. We live in an age of access to information, to new forms of work, to discoverability on a massive scale. We can use the tools we have to create the job we want and actually get paid for our craft or creativity. We don't have to fall into the status quo and opt in for a life of security and comfort. If you dream it, you can do it. Enter the fear of failure. Diverting from the safety zone isn't always easy, or really easy at all. If you want to start your own business, go back to school in your 30s, choose a new career path that isn't deemed respectable by society, travel instead of plant roots in one city, or do something that is seen as straying from the beaten path, you're taking a risk. Risk equals potential to fail, and failure equals the worst thing ever. Right? (laughs) Isn't it? Actually, regret of what we didn't do, or the fear of inaction, seems to outweigh our regret of failure in the end. We look back on the opportunities we never ran after, the dreams left at the doorstep, and wish we could see where that path may have led us. 
it seems like playing it safe could actually be the biggest danger of all. A paradox of fear, failure versus inaction. For me, this paradox has been a start-stop-repeat mechanism for the better part of this year. The fear of inaction jumpstarts my need, desire, yearning to create or do something meaningful with my time. And then the fear of failure stops me in my tracks. Two types of fear are at odds with one another. One step forward and two steps back, as they say. After months of this push and pull with fear, I just felt off and really out of touch with what I wanted. I made a big decision to commit to a new career path this year because of my fear of an action, but at the same time, my fear of failure was pulling me in the opposite direction. I am really over this whole game of tug of war with my fear. So I went to my therapist to talk it through, and I learned a few lessons about our frenemy called fear. Lesson number one, fear just wants to keep you safe. I wrote about the concept of self-personas in my other article, Treat Your Inner Critic Like a Person and See What Happens, but some of the concepts that I wrote about in there deserve mentioning again. Your fear is not the whole you, it's just a percentage of you. It's the part that keeps you safe, and biologically, our fear has done this for centuries. You sense danger, fear gets you out alive. Fear wants nothing more than to keep you in your comfort zone, away from uncertainty and the scary world of the unknown. And can you blame her? You're going against all her warnings and she's freaking out. Which leads into our next lesson. Lesson number two, remind fear that she's being heard. When you go against fear, she can get really loud and obnoxious, especially when it comes to taking a risk with a career or life path. I see fear like a version of Regina George telling me that's the ugliest effing skirt she's ever seen, so change into something plain and normal that people will understand. All for the sake of keeping me safe. Fear really likes to lash out when she feels threatened. It kinda hurts my feelings, kinda makes it easy to say nope and try to tune her out because rude. But as much as I try to ignore fear or even fight back, she gets louder and louder until she's so damn loud it's hard to remember why I was even taking a risk in the first place. Before it gets to that point, what if we listen to what fear was saying? Can we remind fear that she is a part of the conversation and give her a seat at the table? Okay fear, you can sit with us. Yes, that is a Mean Girls reference. Two in one article, you guys. Lesson number three, don't let fear run the show. Okay, but even if fear gets a seat, she doesn't get to call the shots. Let's hear her out, listen to her concerns, and take her seriously. Fear matters on this journey, but she doesn't get to determine the outcome. This is the concept I first heard from Elizabeth Gilbert's welcome speech to fear whenever she embarks on a new creative journey. And I quote, I recognize and respect that you are a part of this family, and so I will never exclude you from our activities, but still, your suggestions will never be followed. You're allowed to have a seat, and you're allowed to have a voice, but you are not allowed to have a vote. This is talking about fear, and I love this lesson. Fear is always going to come along for the ride, and she should be there, but she does not get to sit in the driver's seat. Lesson number four, being fearless isn't the answer. Why keep fear around at all though? Isn't she just holding us back from chasing those big dreams of ours? Shouldn't we focus on eliminating fear altogether? Dealing with fear doesn't mean becoming fearless. It's 
It's important to feel afraid. We need it in our lives. Fearlessness is unnatural. By eliminating fear, we usually inadvertently eliminate something tied to our fear, like our creativity. Instead, be brave and feel scared. Sit with your fear, understand it better, and work to overcome those irrational parts of it. Lesson number five, play out the fear-based movie to the very end. Okay, but how do we understand our fear better? I like the concept of playing out the fear-based movie. Who are the characters? What is the plotline? Risks? Triumphs? Here's a quick way to go through it using my example of my fear. What am I feeling? Fear of failure. What will happen if I fail? People will think less of me. I'll be broke. I'll have to go back to my old job and start all over again. What will really happen? My ego will take a hit. All these other people made it and not me. That sucks. What will you have from this experience even if this failure happens? Tons of creative content for myself, new connections and relationships, a sense of purpose, tapping into my willpower. Can you survive this fear? Yes, I'm smart enough with my money. I have a strong support system. I can even try again if I want to. Playing at the movie helps to see where our fear is being irrational and childlike. Then we can acknowledge it and maybe even see that what you're fearing isn't so bad after all. I really believe it's a gift to be able to decide what we want to do with our lives, creatively or otherwise. The thinkers, the curious ones, the pursuers of dreams, there is magic in doing what the world has conditioned us to fear. I also believe that it's all a journey. My journey with fear is never ending and it will continue to be a push and pull of fear versus inaction for a little while. But as we learn more about fear and how we interact with it, it'll help make the risks less daunting and free us up to move forward instead of standing still and always playing it safe. Thanks so much for listening to my first recording of the Imperfect Lifestyle Blogger and my thoughts and lessons on fear. I actually have a bonus lesson for you in the article itself if you want to have a quick read over at shellmorgan.com. There you can subscribe to my email list and also find me at shellmorgan on all the things. Until next time, let go of perfection and just be yourself.